welcome to Wine Road, the wine, when, and where of Northern Sonoma County. I'm your host, Marcy Gordon, with Beth Costa, Executive Director of the Wine Road. Once again, our show is on the air through the generosity and support of Ron Rubin Winery. Ron Rubin specializes in Russian River Valley Chardonnay and Pinot Noir, wines that to me truly capture the essence of the region. Check out their website at ronrubinwinery.com. Welcome to episode 169. Today we're talking about one of our favorite events on the wine road, barrel tasting. Yeah. And Miss Beth Costa is going to tell us all about it. What's so happening, I'm going to talk about barrel tasting. It's our 45th year of Wait barrel tasting. Stop, hold the train. I know. 45 years? Yeah, it's astounding. Really? That's incredible. I but I thought before we got started, we always start with wine. Yes, we do. Since I didn't have a winemaker, I thought well, I'd bring one of my favorite little concoctions that you have teased me about for years. So I brought a little uh, Corbel Natural. I don't tease you about uh, because that. Because I'm going to blend it with a little Pellegrino, a little San Pellegrino, a little blood orange San Pellegrino in our Corbel. Well, you know what? That that Corbel Natural is a great wine. It, it's good on its own, but it had a little San Pellegrino to it, a little blood yes. orange. It's delicious. Beth likes to zhuzh it up a bit. I, st- I just <laughs> love it. It's delicious. So I poured us each a little glass of that, right. blended that up. We can this start is like with a them. Bethmosa. Yeah, it's a Bethmosa. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So we're going to start with that. But I thought it would be fun. I'm really just sharing kind of a blog post that um, we have a blog that's called Along the Wine Road. And Rebecca Jamalis is this amazing uh, writer that I work with. And she does the blog every month. Shout out to Rebecca. And the post can be all kinds of things. Uh, one that really resonated with a lot of uh, people was um, our multi-generational wineries along the wine road. And that was, I think, a three or four part series that she did. And then she'll do a post on, you know, tasting in wintertime and what it's like and what you can expect and just all kinds of different things, little tasting tips if you're not, maybe it's your first trip out wine tasting. She does such a good job of going deep, but keeping it personal. And, you know, those that generation piece, that was amazing. I loved that. That was great. She had, she managed to find some really great, you know, older photos. Such great stories to tell. It was fun. So this one she wrote, and it's the top 10 reasons to come to barrel tasting. And I have, like I just mentioned, it's the 45th year for barrel tasting. So I have been involved with barrel tasting either as a consumer or when I worked at a winery or now at the wine road for over 30 years. And so, you know, I love barrel tasting. I think it's fun, but it's, um, you know, it's hard to look at it with fresh eyes because I've been seeing it for so many years. And her blog post, I read it and I thought, oh, my gosh. This just sounds amazing. (laughs) So I thought the best show would be just to talk about that. So her top 10 reasons to attend. And the first one was that it was just a rare opportunity. And I thought, that's exactly right. You're going to get into the winery and you're going to get a chance to taste wines that have not been bottled yet. And so you're going to get a chance to taste those before anyone else. And you can kind of learn about what goes into the wine as far as, you know, how does the oak on the barrel impact the wine. So great, rare opportunity. And then reason number two, you can taste and buy the future. So a lot of people don't realize that when you go barrel tasting and you taste, you know, from barrel number one uh, at, you know, this winery that you visit, that wine is possibly for sale as a future, meaning you're going to pay for it now. They're going to determine that this wine, when it's released, is going to be, you know, $45 a bottle. But if you buy it now as a future, you might get a 10 or 20 or 30% off discount. 
but you're going to pay now for that wine. You're going to buy a case of it, or in some cases, wineries are sold six bottles at a time, but you're not going to get it until it's bottled. And so you're paying for the futures. Kind of like your wine layaway plan. <laughs> exactly. But what I love about that, I have done this several times, is you taste a wine and you really love it now. And as you talk to the winemaker, you understand where it's going mm -hmm. and how it's going to develop. And you're getting in on kind of like the ground floor. You know, you're buying a future and you get to get that wine. When I've done this, I get my case and then I would really taste one bottle a year or two bottles a year just right. to see how they progress. So it's a real learning experience. Plus, it's a great value. And um, you can learn so much from barrel tasting. It's not just, oh, it's in the barrel. But you're, you know, you're seeing how things get integrated, how things develop. So it's such an educational process. And a lot of the wineries... Um the wines that they're pouring as futures are limited, that maybe it's just that one barrel. And so it will sell out as futures. Right. So if you don't buy it as a future and you come back, you'll say, I really taste, I love this wine. I tasted it barrel tasting last year. It's it sold out. It's sold out as futures. So and, it's sort of now or never. And pretty much if you like it now, you're going to love it later. Right. And it's a variety of wines that you're going to find when you come out for the event. There'll be... Um, Malbec and Grenache and Barbera, Primitivo. Plus, there's also going to be, you know, the wines that are more commonly found, the Pinot Noir, Zinfandel, Cabernet. So it's cool to taste now and buy the future. And then number three is that it's three days of exploration and tasting in that the ticket, the weekend ticket is actually good for all three days. It's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It is March 3rd, 4th, and 5th. So you have about, you know, it's, that's like 10 days from now. And then number four, one ticket versus multiple tasting fees. So um, it's $95 for the three days, and that's just a great value. If you were to go wine tasting for three days and go to five or six wineries each day and pay $20 or $25 at each place, you'd be spending dramatically more. So this is uh, a great deal if you're going to go for the weekend. If you want to go for one day only, it's $75 on Sunday. Reason number five that she listed is that it's a, a chance to explore wineries that are new to you. So maybe you've been coming for years and you for sure want to go to, you know, some of our longstanding members, Pedrincelli and Alexander Valley Vineyards and Joseph Swan. But then it's also an opportunity to, to look at our list and see who are the wineries that you've never heard of that are new along the wine road. So, you know, with an event ticket and not paying tasting fees at each place, it's a great opportunity to explore some new places. And then number six is the fact that there's no appointment needed. And these days, um, if you've been That's coming a rarity. here, wineries more and more, <laughs> it's reservation only. And it's reservation only because they really, um, you know, they're managing their staff. They're kind of short staff. So most wineries are going to that model. But during this event weekend, if they're participating, you don't need an appointment. So you buy your ticket. You pick the winery where you want to check in and get your glass and your wristband, and then you have three days to go to any of the participating wineries. Yeah, I love that because it gives you, like, flexibility, freedom. You check in at your, you know, your chosen winery, and then you can just go where you need to go, or you make a little plan, or maybe you get very, you know, spontaneous. But one thing about barrel tasting time of year, there's an energy in the year, in the air, you know? Oh. It's like a fun time of year, and there's so much... When you the people that come to barrel tasting are really into wine, yeah, and 
they really want to learn a lot. And it's it's fun to just, you know, even I eavesdrop on different conversations mm-hmm. that people are having with the winemaker. And I always learn something because everyone has a different question that you might not even think of. But there's so much to, you know, gather and taste. It's fun. I think uh, last year, uh, sort of coming out of COVID, we tried to do barrel tasting, but you did have to have a reservation at each winery throughout the whole weekend. And, you know, that really was a you know soul-crushing experience for us, you know, putting it on and for the wineries and for attendees. I think the one of the perks is, like you said, you listen to all the conversations that are going on around you. And uh, you might have a plan to begin with that these are the four wineries you want to go to today. But what's fun is hearing what other people are saying yes. and which wineries they went to. And they were like, oh, my God, that, you know, like we bought futures here and we bought futures there. So then there's some spontaneity you can go yeah, and, you know. and back in uh, January for Winter Wineland, it was similar. So mm-hmm. we checked in at one place, and I had my little list. And then I saw someone with a bag from somewhere else because it was fill your bag for right. the Winter Wineland. And I'm like, oh, they were talking about Where'd the wine. Yeah. And so, like, we definitely we went there right to that next winery because of what we heard and how we met some people when we were just chatting. There's The, the spontaneity mm-hmm. is really fun and not being locked into where you need to go next. That's I think that's great. And then reason number seven. Number seven? She How was, many reasons uh, are there? We have ten. It's a top ten. Oh. So number seven. Marcy, she never listens to me. So <laughs> anyway. Anyway, reason number seven. You get to meet key players. And um, I think that's super cool because this is one event where really at every winery all hands or on almost deck. every winery, all the winemakers are on hand. And the smaller uh, producers, the winery owners are going to be on hand. If they buy grapes from a grower, they're going to have the grower there on hand. You know, if there's a vineyard designated wine that they normally make, that grower will most likely be there at that barrel talking about their particular vineyard, their soil conditions, you know, what they do, how they manage their vineyards. So it's really just a great opportunity if you really want to get the insider perspective on winemaking and wine growing, barrel tasting is that opportunity. Reason number eight, you ready? I'm ready. Da, 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 da. You can explore all three appellations. It's taste the difference is reason number eight. So and that's true. Over three days, you could do each appellation. Yeah. Very, that's a good point. So we uh, represent Why I think of that? Alexander Valley. I don't know. Too many <laughs> other things spinning around in your head. So we represent Alexander Valley, Dry Creek, and Russian River. And so... Um, you can really taste the difference. You could taste just Chardonnays, and you can taste them in each different uh, growing region and kind of see what the differences yeah. are, and that's another great learning opportunity. A valley a day. A valley Keeps a day. Keeps the doctor away. <laughs> that's what I keep telling myself. <laughs> <laughs> so reason number nine, it says you can pick your favorite size and style. So we have so many wineries within this region that you really can pick um, – you know, the smaller, super small uh, rural wineries or the urban wineries. You can go to large producers or the boutique wineries. They all participate in barrel tasting, you know, so you can kind of get the experience that, that you know, resonates with you. And then number 10, and this might seem kind of simple, but this is real. It counts. Drink in the views. So March is just a spectacular time to be here in Sonoma County. You know, the vineyards are in full-on mustard mode. It's so pretty. It's spectacular. I mean, if you've ever been to one of those um, farms where they grow, you know, like tulips for the florists, and there's, you know, 50 acres of, you know, purple tulips blooming, 
That's how this is with the mustard. It's just acres and acres. It's a carpet of yellow. It's spectacular. Very Instagrammable. It's super Instagrammable. You're going to see a lot of girls in dresses out in the fields. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> it's really beautiful. So, uh, you know, I think we all kind of uh, have earned that at this point. We had a wet uh, January and February, and so we're heading into hopefully a nicer, some nicer weeks here in March. And the vineyards look beautiful. The winery owners and winemakers are available for you to, to visit with. It's a cool opportunity to buy futures. Um, and, and I would say no matter what the weather, because winter yeah, wineland this year was rainy, and I loved rainy. it. Understatement. It was beautiful. <laughs> well, I mean. It was pouring. It was pouring, but you know what? There's a certain beauty in the rain oh, and in totally. the vineyards, you, and then in that soft light when it's mm. all cloudy. It's just gorgeous, and it really pairs well with wine. You know, it's not all <laughs> sunshine and rainbows, but it's when not. it's rainy, it's beautiful yeah. here. So I don't. Personally, I think it's gorgeous any time of year, but when it's rainy and moody like that, to me, that says wine time. I love the mustard. I just think it looks so beautiful. And to me, that's like the sign of spring and and the vineyards will start, you know, shooting out. And you can wander out in the vineyard, take a little Mm -hmm. sprig of mustard, taste that. Mm -hmm. It's wild. Have you eaten (laughs) the wild wild. mustard? There you go. Wild mustard. It really tastes like mustard. Yeah. That's guess. Guess that's why they call it mustard. Clever. Clever. So anyway, that's a scoop. Uh, that The top 10 reasons to come to barrel tasting. I hope that uh, if you live close enough and can make that happen, the event is March 3rd, 4th, and 5th. It goes from 11 to 4 each day. I think we have 52 or 53 wineries participating wow. throughout Alexander Valley, Dry Creek, and Russian River. Uh, ticket sales do end on Monday the 27th. And so you have just like, you know, five days here now to buy your tickets. It's $95 for the weekend, which is uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, $75 if you want to come only on Sunday, and $10 if you have a designated driver, someone who, you know, in your group uh, says, I'd love to go with you, spend the day, but I, you know, don't care for wine, and they want to be your driver, that'd be great. Um, We donate the uh, designated driver funds to the Redwood Empire Food Bank uh, here in Sonoma County. Oh, that's great. So uh, we hope you can join it. So imagine 45 years. Holy smoke and Joe, that's a long time. That's impossible. Yeah, it's 45 amazing. 45 years. What a tradition. It's a great, I remember. Is that the longest running event of the wine route? I think it's probably the longest running wine event in the state. Wow. Um, so I it's could, a historic event. Yeah, I remember talking to um, Dave Raffinelli talking about the first year they did barrel tasting and how like really nobody came because nobody had ever heard of it and like it was just such a such a deal to try to get someone to come into the cellar with such a foreign concept instead of you know coming in and tasting wine but like coming into the cellar and tasting wine out of the barrel he's like oh man if we got somebody that came in the door we just kept him <laughs> <laughs> it was like you know we're not letting you leave we're going to talk to you all day we're going to tell you everything there is know about winemaking and uh so i people have you know learned how cool the experience is and it certainly has grown so we are excited to be back in the format that we used to be, where people can wander. Most wineries also pour current vintages as well. And some of them will pour like a barrel sample and then have the current vintage from that same vineyard, you know, to pour right next to it. So you can kind of comparison, you know, so it's kind of cool too. That's cool. So that's the scoop. Barrel tasting 2023. Okay, so Marcy, do you have any 
books or anything you want to tell us about? I do. I have a cute little book. Um, this book, I, I what I liked about this book is it, it kind of gives you an idea for other wines that you might not normally drink. Mm-hmm. It is called Wine Style. Discover the wines you will love through 50 simple recipes. And it's by Kate Lee. Leahy. And what's cool, it has these very, um, very manageable recipes. It starts with some wine basics. She goes through wine texture and, you know, buying and, you know, the typical things you have yeah. in the books. But then she gets into specific recipes for sparkling wines. Oh, Crisp white wines, rich white wines, orange wines. Thank you, Kate. Yes, so me she... Marcy's favorite. Every time I see a post anywhere on Facebook, anywhere about orange wine, I'm like, oh, tag so, Marcy. Orange wines, I love because of the texture and because of, the, you know, there's so many flavor profiles to them. So she has specific recipes for so that. So the recipes, are there, you know, two recipes or are there five or six for each? There's several in each okay, category. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Then okay. we have rosé wines. I'm just giving you the categories of the recipes. Uh Uh, Picnic red wines, reasonably serious red wines, (laughs) and big red wines. I just just love her categories. And then the last one is sweet wines. So she is hitting all the marks on the roulette table and does such a great job. The photography in this book is just gorgeous, beyond gorgeous. I I mean, even if you never made anything, just looking at this will, will just inspire you. And I think that the recipes are perfect because of how she categorizes it. It's just really, really well done. And I, I think it's a cool book. I think it came out last year, but it's... Um, it's I, I like the idea. So somebody gives you some amazing bottle of red wine and you just don't want to blow it with just your typical steak dinner. So let's find something right. really interesting but she, to go with it. It's also a discovery process because what I was doing, I was flipping through this and I saw, oh, I like that recipe. And then it correlated what to it. what wine goes with it. Yeah. So it's it's really handy. You can u- u- use it either way. I have an orange wine. What should I make? Or I'm, I, never gonna have I'm flipping through <laughs> this. What goes with this? I, I, I just... Um, it's so it's there's great utility. I love books that are super useful and this is super beautiful and great photos. And beautiful photography and I will put this in the show notes. It is called Wine Style. Sounds good. Yep. Okay, I think that's probably it. So hopefully we'll see a bunch of you along the wine road for barrel tasting. Yeah. Thanks for listening in. Talk right. to you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>